Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. As we continue our reconnection after my long break, I hope that you have had a chance to go and listen to some of the meditations and the breath work. Breath work was fairly new to me in 2020. I was actually encouraged by my somatic therapist to uh, explore breath work. And so I did. And then I be- got so excited about it, as I do all things, that I was like, I need to know how to do this so I can bring it to my community. Um, There is a theme with this. Things that I love, I want to learn how to share. Yoga, meditation, breath work. Um, And they all actually have in common the connection of mind, body, breath, right? And how healing all of these have been for me. So yoga for me in my 20s and absolutely life-changing practice that helped me to heal and to find peace and um, be able to thrive in New York City. And then meditation, life-changing for me after having children when I began to cultivate a true, consistent meditation practice. And breath work being this new, um, new exploration and the kind of breath work that I am doing is, has been taught to me as a way to awaken our feminine energy and to connect with spirit through that feminine connection. And one of the things that I believe the breath work allowed me to do was to listen and to trust my intuitive voice. And so one of the things I want to ask you as we are together in this time is how present are you willing to be? Are you willing to begin the practice, the journey, the commitment to taking yourself off autopilot, to building in habits that keep you aware and awake? I was rereading a book recently called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And reminded about how powerful our habits are and how important being able to automatize some of those habits are. Um, So for example, when you are driving a car, the first time you drive that car, you are thinking about every single thing that you do and you're super conscious And, you know, you are turning the engine on and looking behind you and every single piece of that process is fully conscious. But it can, for most of us, once we've done it a couple times and more and more, you will find that you can take yourself to the grocery store without even kind of remembering how you got there because it's so automatic, which is important for our brain because that allows us to utilize other brain parts (laughs) for the space in our brain um, to not just constantly be overwhelmed by these um, tasks. So the reason that this was 
interesting to me at the time is because when we moved to California, everything is new. (laughs) And I felt, I just felt uncomfortable. I felt a sense of anxiety and I felt keenly aware that every cell of my brain was working on the smallest little things. So of course we have the same car we had. I know how to drive my car, but I don't know how to go anywhere. We've been here now for two months and I can actually get to two or three places without the GPS, which is a huge celebration. But for the first few weeks, everything was new. I didn't have any sense of direction or where we are or landmarks, how to get anywhere. And if the GPS wasn't working or I didn't have it plugged in, I would get a little panicked when I get on and off the freeway. I didn't really feel comfortable with the exits and the flow of the traffic. And like, you know, when you've been in an area a long time, you just kind of, you see a landmark, you know, your exit's coming. You kind of anticipate, oh, I got to move over. I know what's coming. I'm going to move to the right. I didn't have any of that. So I was on high gear and I am aware of my anxiety around driving and some of the things that can um, exacerbate it. So I did my best to kind of use those that awareness. But it is also a fascinating exploration of where we are on autopilot. And because everything was new, I wasn't on autopilot for anything. When I wake up in the morning and I go in my kitchen, my brain actually has no habit anymore of like, where's my tea? Where's the water? Where's the coffee pot? Any of that stuff. And so I could feel my brain working on overtime and in a good way. I actually think it's really healthy for us to notice the habits and to be able to put ourselves in situations where our brain has to take itself off autopilot and ask, is this what I want to be doing? Is this the life I want to be living? So we can look at really simple habits in our life, how we wake up in the morning, what are the first things we do? How do we prepare our energy for the day? Habits like what do we do at dinner? Drinking wine, drinking coffee, you know, is moving your body a habit? So this is simply an invitation for you to kind of take a look at your life, take a look at some of the segments where you might have these habits. I think that in my own experience, looking at my morning and my evening, the book ends of my day, if I can create really powerful habits there, then I can start to stack those to create others. So for example, if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is you grab your phone and check your email, you are bringing in everyone else's energy before you have a chance to set your own energy. So one of the habits I started was I simply put on a do not disturb on my phone from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. No calls or texts come through. I put my phone on Wi-Fi and I put a sleep sound on. I wear an aura ring to bed, which helps track my sleep, my body temperature, my heart rate variability. And I try to not watch TV before bed, right? Try to limit my screen time. 
and I take a CBD right before bed. But then first thing in the morning, rather than picking up my phone and looking at like, what is the information coming in to me? I have an alarm that goes off. I wake up, I go out, I make my hot water. I sit and I meditate. I do my 10 minutes. And then I actually do my heart rate variability test, check my aura ring. So I have some scientific data about how is my body, right? I have my own process of setting my energy, inquiring within a curiosity, a mindfulness moment and practice. Then I look at some data about, well, my ring says that I slept really well or that maybe I'm not recovering as well as I should be. So what can I make adjustments in? And then I do my morning pages. I do journaling where I'm able to dump out through writing just some of the things on my mind. What is the energy? What came up in my meditation? Or what am I thinking about, feeling, sorting through? What what kind of a day do I want to have? How do I want my energy? Where do I want to create today? So my invitation to you in that practice is always to set an intention of creating your own energy in the morning before you allow others to set the energy for you of the day. But it's also just to take a look, that's just one example, right, of where we might be in a habit and asking ourselves, asking yourself, is this serving me? Is the way that my brain is wired for this action to lead to the next action to lead to the next action? Is that how I want it to go? And if I change one thing, can I change something else? And ultimately, our habits create our life. And so the invitation is actually to become curious and present and willing to take yourself off autopilot and check in. Is this life I've created the one I really want? Am I being who I want to be? Is there a dream on my heart that I need to take action on? Is there a longing? Is there something that I've always wanted to do? Take a course, go on a trip, meet a person, move to a new city, change careers, live in a different neighborhood, dye your hair purple, whatever it is. If you're willing to be present, if you're willing to examine the habits that create the life that you have, and you're willing to tune in and listen through practices like meditation and breath work, you might find that there is something there that you have a longing for. Or you might find that just by shifting some of those habits, you can create space. Because if there is something I've heard over and over in the guests that we've talked to and my own experience is that if we're so busy and we are not making time to listen, to go inward and be in stillness, we can't hear those callings. We can't hear that intuitive voice. And then once we hear it, 
The next step is learning to trust it. And that's where the power of the breath work and the meditation and eventually a community is going to help you to trust and have the courage to take action on creating the life that you desire. So stay tuned, more to come on the membership, which is launching soon. I hope you'll join us for a community of women who are ready to embark on a beautiful journey of life and support each other in this process. So until next time, friends, rock your joy, one breath, one day at a time. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore rock your joy. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.